Welcome to the podcast version of Connersborough Baptist Church's Sunday Worship for Sunday the 9th of July 2023, led for us this week by the Reverend Ian Wright. Welcome to those that are here in chapel uh, and to those online. If you're visiting us here in chapel or online, uh, you're very, very welcome and we hope that you enjoy worshipping with us. Uh, We're going to start with a prayer as we say, uh, Dear God, We thank you for this opportunity to come and worship you, whether it be here in this building or or via the internet, whether we may be sitting here in the pews or on our sofas or in our office chairs or somewhere else during the week. Lord, we pray that uh, our worship to you uh, will be a blessing, both to you and to us. Lord, we pray that as we say thank you for your blessings to us each and every day, uh, Lord, we will be willing to listen to your voice to continue to guide us on our Christian journey. And so I'll be with us as we come to worship you. Amen. As we continue to worship, we're going to read some verses from 145, verses 8 to 14. Verse 8 says, The Lord is gracious and compassionate, compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All your works praise you, Lord. Your faithful people extol you. They tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might. So that all people may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is trustworthy in all he promises and faithful in all he does. The Lord upholds all who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. As we continue to worship, we're going to read the uh, lectionary reading uh, from Matthew today, which is from Matthew 11. Uh, It's 16 to 19 and then jumps from 25 to to verse 30. And verse 16 tells us, To what can I compare this generation? They are like people sitting in the marketplaces and calling out to others. We played the pipe for you, and you did not dance. We sang a dirge, and you did not mourn. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say he has a demon. The son of man came eating and drinking, and they say here is a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of a tax collector and sinners. But wisdom is proved right by her deeds. Verse 25 says, at that time, Jesus said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this is what you were pleased to do. All things have been committed to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal them. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Let us pray. As we say, dear God, As we come to consider 
what you may want to say to us through this scripture. As I talk about what I think you want to say to us, Lord, more importantly, I pray that you will speak to every one of us individually, including myself. And Lord, that we will hear your voice speaking to us through these scriptures. And Lord, I pray that we will have the courage to act upon what you reveal to us. Lord, we thank you once again for scripture, which continues to teach us, continues to rebuke us, continues to enlighten us, continues to help us to find new things about you each time we read it. Amen. The reading that we've just read uh, comes just after John the Baptist's disciples have been to see Jesus as directed from John the Baptist, who was in prison. He'd asked his disciples to ask Jesus if he was the Messiah, or should they carry on waiting for the Messiah to come? And frustratingly, Jesus does not seem to give John's disciples a clear answer. But instead, in verses 4 and 5, he says, Go back and report to John what you hear and see. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, and those who have leprosy are cleansed. The death hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is proclaimed to the poor. Some commentaries suggest that John's disciples uh, discovered a lot more happening around Jesus than they realised and that they'd heard about, or even John had heard about while he was in prison. And the things that they saw Jesus happening and, and all the things that were happening around Jesus made them realise that Jesus was the Messiah. And then in our reading that we've just read, Jesus seems to share his own frustrations with the generation, with that generation at the time. All the people around John the Baptist and those around Jesus. To what can I compare this generation? They are like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling out to others. We played the pipe for you and you did not dance. We sang a dirge and you did not mourn. For John came neither eating nor drinking and they say he has a demon. The son of man came eating and drinking and they say he is a glutton and a friend of tax collectors. People were not happy with the way that John the Baptist communicated the good news. Out in the wilderness, away from all the parties in the town. But also, people were not happy with the way that Jesus communicated the good, the good news. In the towns, among the parties. One commentator that I read about this week mentioned that it reminded him of the children's story, Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Remember in the story that the porridge was too hot or too cold, that the chairs were too hard or too soft, the beds were too hard or too soft. You may remember that in the story, there was a third bowl of porridge, a third chair and a third bed. In the story, the third bowl of porridge the third chair and the third bed were just right. Now, I may be pushing the connection between Goldilocks and the three bears and our reading a little bit too far, 
But I would like to perhaps suggest that the resurrected Jesus that lives in our life through the Holy Spirit is the just right part, the perfect part. That the generation did not want to join in with the activities mentioned in the stories or the, or the parable of Jesus, but I wonder, have things changed? Are churches too loud or too quiet? Are the Bible readings too long or too short? The hymns too old or too new? Ways of communicating the gospel and the good news of Jesus is too modern and not respectful or too old-fashioned and not relevant. And just like in our story in the Goldilocks, everyone gets tired and trying to find the right way, and they decide to have a nap. Now, you may have forgotten the story in Goldilocks, but when Goldilocks tries all the different things, she gets to the last bed, which is just right, and she falls asleep, and she has a nap. I wonder... If we are so busy sometimes trying to find what we think is the right way, that we get tired and we have a nap. And when God turns up, just like the three bears in our story, we are falling asleep. And again, pushing the connection with the three bears perhaps a bit far, but I wonder whether the three bears could represent the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. And when the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit turns up, we're having a nap. And all of a sudden, we're so scared that he turns up that we run away, just like Goldilocks did. In verses 25 to 30, it says that at that time, Jesus said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. And we remember that that, that story, those verses finish with, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Reminding us that we may never fully understand in this life what God is up to or how he is working in our lives and in the lives of those around us and in our churches. But instead of stressing and refusing to join in because things are too hard or too soft or too loud or too quiet. Perhaps it's not how we would like it or think it should be. Perhaps we should be trusting God, trusting that he knows better than us. Work with God rather than always trying to do things another way. And try not to be found napping on our Christian journey with God so that when God speaks to us, when God guides us as individuals or as a church, we're not startled and feel that we need to run away, but we are ready excited and willing to do things God's way. Even though God's way may not seem the right way, it may seem too hot for us or too cold, too hard or too soft. But remember verse 29, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. God's way is the best and ultimately the lightest and the easiest. Let's pray that we will all, whether we're part of this church or another church, 
and joining us on worship here or online, let us pray that we will be willing to learn from God and do things his way, a God that loves us all. Let us pray as we say, dear God, we recognize that we often find it easier to grumble. We find it easy to grumble that things are too hard and not soft enough, that things are too loud or they're too quiet or it's too old-fashioned or it's too modern. Lord, I pray that through all of those discussions, we will always be willing and be awake for when you come and guide us in the way that you want us to do things, whether that be as individuals or whether that be the way that we work together as part of your church. Lord, I pray that we will be awake, we will be willing, and we'll be excited to do things your way, even if it doesn't seem the way that we would do it or the right way, remembering that we will never fully understand what you're up to until we're there with you. But Lord, help us to be willing to work with you and do things your way. We pray this in your name. Amen. Before we pray, I'm just going to uh, remind us of some notices. Just to remind you that at 7.30 tomorrow here in chapel, we've got our PR and mission meeting where we'll finalise the things for our um, uh, garden party on Saturday, but also plan for the future and also plan about how we uh, remind people that we're still here as a church and how we do our public relations uh, here locally and further afield and for those that are watching us on the, on the net as well. And so that's at 7.30 tomorrow. Um, and then uh, I believe the Bible study is going to be this Tuesday at three o'clock because it's been postponed from last Tuesday. And that'll be here in the chapel. Um, on Thursday, we've got our prayers at nine o'clock till 9.30. And then we've got a coffee morning between 10 and 12. And as part of our coffee morning, there'll be a short time of prayer at 11.30. Um, on Saturday is our garden party from two till five. Um, and so all those that have promised to do certain things and to bring certain things to do certain jobs, you might want to just have a look at the list at the back to remind you what it is you've promised to do. Um, uh, and let's um, invite people from our community to come into our garden um, and to spend some time with them and hopefully to get to know uh, some new people. And so while you're praying, perhaps pray for some good weather as well. That might help. Um, and then we'll also be having um, our worship at 5.30 next week. Uh, I'm sure many of you have got things on your hearts that you would like to pray for um, and that you know that there's many things both close to your heart, close to home and further afield. Um, and so we're going to spend some time in prayer. As we say, dear God, we uh, thank you that we are able to be a part of your church. Lord, we pray that as we meet tomorrow night, Lord, to uh, look at the public relations of this church, how we let people know that we are here. Uh, and let people know that we are what, trying to follow you um, and that uh, you love them uh, and encourage them to recognize that they're loved by you. Lord, as we look at different ways of connecting with people, Lord, I pray that you'll be with us uh, and that you guide us in that meeting. Lord, as people meet to study your word on Tuesday, Lord, we pray that as they read your word once again and they discuss it with each other, Lord, we pray that you will speak to them and guide them and reveal yourself to them uh, once again. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to use this building uh, to pray, to use this building to gather together with people of this community, to share coffee and tea, 
and to chat and to pray. Lord, we pray that as we do that, people will recognize that you are here. Lord, we pray for our uh, garden party on Saturday. Lord, we pray that as we meet out in the garden, we pray for good weather. We pray that people enjoy themselves. Lord, that there will be good conversation, that people will have fun. And Lord, that we will be able to make new friends. Lord, we pray for our churches worldwide as they continue to find how you want them to be church in their location, where they are, which may be completely different to what you want us to do than what would work here in Conisra. Lord, we pray that all of those different places will be able to be and willing to listen to you and be guided by you. Lord, we pray for our communities. Lord, we pray that... Um, and we thank you for those people that work to try and make our communities, wherever we are, um, good places. Lord, we know that for many people it's, a fr it's frustrating when things uh, don't seem to go as they would plan. When people don't behave as we feel that they should. Lord, we pray that you'll help us to continue to strive to be the communities that you want us to be. And Lord, we thank you for those um, that work, even though they're outside of the church, they work for the good of their community. And Lord, we think further afield as we think about your world. Lord, we know that there are many places of conflict. There are places of war. There are places that haven't seen peace for a long time. Lord, we pray that you will work in all of those situations. And even though it may seem simple for us and simple solutions, Lord, you know the full extent of those difficulties. But Lord, we pray that there will be people there that are willing to listen to your wisdom. And that, Lord, that we will be able to praise you as we see changes in your world. But Lord, we pray that we will praise you for those changes. And not just people, not just circumstances, but we'll recognize you working in those situations. Lord, we've already talked earlier in our service about people that are close to us that aren't well. Lord, we pray that again, your healing hand will be touching on them. Lord, we pray for those who mourn. Lord, we pray that as your Bible says, they will be comforted. And Lord, I pray that as we leave this place, as we turn off our computers, Lord, we will continue to do it in an attitude of worship and prayer and that we will always be guided by you and we will always recognize that you love us each and every day. We pray these things in your name. Thank you for listening to this week's message from Conisborough Baptist Church. Visit our website at conisboroughbc.co.uk for more information and links to the full video service.